Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 12th day of March. I'm your host, Paul White. It's a Saturday, and I want to thank you for being a part of this weekend with me and our journey through Genesis. We are in the 37th chapter. Before we get to that, I want to say two things. Number one, I want to say thank you to the listener who wrote me a little note about a week ago and said, this is all it said, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was short. Short, sweet, and to the point. It said, you're doing a great job, Paul. Keep up the good work. (laughs) It seems so small, but it brought such a ray of light into my day. And I just want to say thank you to that listener. Um, You know who you are, and I appreciate your kind encouragement. Just a simple little light sometimes is all that we need. And that that was such an encouragement on that day. I've, I've been really nose down to the, you know, to the grindstone, getting with it, um, trying to work extra because we're working on the, a new book. And I've, I've even tried to double up some weeks because there'd be things going on, people coming into town and, and I want to try to get things done. And you can't take a week off because things have to get done. You know how it is. Everyone's got their issues. Uh, and so sometimes it's, you know, a lot of pressure and you, you're, you're working as hard as you can. And man, that was just such encouraging. Thank you. I hope that I can do that to the, to those of you that listen to this podcast. I hope that I do that when you turn this podcast on and that it gives you that little ray of light. Speaking of a little ray of light, we try to give a little extra ray of light on Sundays. Tomorrow we drop a full length sermon from our monthly meeting in Flowery Branch, the one that we held in the month of February. That sermon will be titled, There's More Than Meets the Eye. We take our main text, our opening text from Paul's letter to the Corinthians in which we use the message translation in which he says, there's more here than meets the eye. But then we go into a story from the life of Jesus. This sermon was birthed from our writings in Jonah. I don't and won't explain exactly why that is. Um, you'll figure that out when we, read, when, we, when we get the book out. Um, but it doesn't really have anything to do with Jonah. The sermon doesn't, but it was birthed out of that writing. And there is always more going on than you see on the surface. And this message deals with that from a Jesus perspective, a story from the life of Christ where there's more going on than meets the eye and why that is vital. And if we could get that revelation... Uh, I say that for lack of a better term, if we could get that revelation, maybe if we could get that information, it would help in our own personal walk. So check out the sermon tomorrow, wherever you listen to the podcast, you can find the audio of There's More Than Meets the Eye, if you like video, uh, YouTube PWM or paulwhiteministries.com. Genesis 37, we've been working with Joseph, this 17-year-old kid who is coming into the awareness of his father's love for him. He's a bit of a tattletale. He's a bit of an outsider in regards to his brothers, and it's led to his his tattletaling of verse 2 has led to hatred by his brothers in verse 4, more hatred in verse 5, even more hatred in verse 8, and then envy in verse 11. That's four times. This is not coincidental or accidental. The author is trying to show us that there is this increasing amount of vitriol on the part of Joseph's brothers towards him. 
And the question is why? Well, sometimes it's just the way it is. If you, um, some of this, maybe Joseph brought on himself. If he's a little less of a tattletale, maybe the hatred doesn't grow. Um, the fact that his father gives him the coat of many pieces, this is a, a, a sort of a royal gift that could have something to do with it. I told you there could be a warning to us parents. Be careful how you treat your kids. I know life isn't fair. I always told my kids that, hey, life's not fair. Don't always look for things to be fair. But at the same time, um, you, I think we have to be careful how we treat them in relation to how we treat their siblings because we can create situations like this. But I don't want to let Joseph off the hook here because there is most definitely some contribution that he gives. He has a dream in verse 5, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him even more. And it's a very simple way, before it even tells you what's in the dream, it's a very simple way for verse 5 to say, Joseph started to speak to his brothers in of the things he was dreaming, and it caused his brothers to hate him. Here's a red flag. Be careful who you share information with, and be careful what you tell. And there he tells them the dream. Please hear this dream which I have dreamed. There we were, binding sheaves in the field. Behold, my sheaf arose and stood upright. And indeed, your sheaves stood and all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brothers said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Of course they did because his dreams had them being subservient to Joseph. I want to ask you, why does Joseph tell them this? What motivation does Joseph have in sharing this dream with his brothers other than to show them that they were all going to serve him? It can't possibly help them. I think what we need to learn is sometimes we need to keep some information to ourselves. And if you feel the impetus to tell it, you need to ask yourself why. I think in this age of social media, where we have the biggest platform that a single nondescript individual has ever had in the history of the world. You can pick up your phone, get on social media, start to build some sort of friend base or following, say something and have more people read it or hear it than you ever could have in the history of the world You couldn't have been the king of the greatest empire on earth and had so many people hear you at the same time as you can now. And before you utilize that tool, ask yourself, what do you hope to accomplish by telling this? And if we'll do this as a people, as a society, maybe we'll realize that sometimes we're simply telling it so other people can see how good our life is or think that our life is or they can compliment us, or they can tell us we're pretty, or that we're smart, or they they can be jealous. We need to pay attention to this Joseph story, maybe now more than ever, because not everything has to be shared. You can have some things to yourself. That leads me to another thought I want to explore tomorrow, and that is the nature of the spiritual side of dreams. Who gets them and what are we to do with them? We'll look at this together tomorrow. Have a great Saturday. God bless.